Welcome to I Am Ethos, a podcast about self-discovery, inspiration, and uplifting real-life stories from extraordinary people. Each week, we deliver the best inspirational stories and tips on how you can live an extraordinary life. Now here's your host, Joe Willow-Rose. Not too long ago, I was at a crossroad where I had to make a crucial decision in my life. And so you can imagine that whenever someone is in that predicament of having to make a choice that you know would change your life and everyone else around you. There's some kind of uh, despair and angst that comes along and sometimes engulfs your life and your everyday living. And that choice had to be made because I was at a point where I became, my life became stagnant. My life felt like it wasn't moving at all in terms of my profession, personal life. And, uh, and so something had to give. And the uh, decision that I had to make not only impacted me, but it impacted my daughter, who still lives with me now. And so I realized that when I was contemplating uh, making a, that decision, very serious decision, that whatever happens in your life, whether good or bad, there's always a plan behind it all that you don't know. And some people say that when you make a decision about something that, uh, you know, you use your intuition to make that decision and that Behind that decision was your belief and faith and fate that it was the right decision for you to make. But sometimes you're in a standstill. You don't know what to do. It was as if your legs or your, your, your feet are on cement and you can't move. And that's where I was not too long ago. I had to make a decision to leave a job, a profession that I've held for over 20 years and uh, go into a different route, different job or career, if you will. Something that I've always wanted to do since I was a child.
And the dilemma was that if I do pursue this new profession, um, the fear of failure, because in my mind, I wasn't, I'm not qualified to do this particular job. I don't have any experience doing that. I, uh, you know, who would hire me? You know, all kinds of things were uh, uh, whispering and 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 uh, um, you know engulfing my mind, <laughs> uh, trying to stop me from pursuing that which I uh, longed to experience. And so I was at a critical point to um, continue working on something that I know is dead inside of me or pursue that passion that I've always longed to, to experience. But leading up to that decision-making, uh, critical points have occurred uh, that allowed me to step back and analyze. And I was lucky because I felt that I could, I could do that, um, that I had a means to do that financially. And so I stopped working as an HR professional not too long ago and decided that, you know, this stop and go that I've been doing over the years is not going to work anymore. That I had to really put my foot down and say, well, you know, um, being honest about what you really want is more important than lying to myself and uh, continuing on to something, a path that no longer served me. And so for for a few months, I uh, felt stagnant. I felt uh, was a standstill. I couldn't move. I didn't know what to do, which direction to go to. I, and so uh, when you're you when you're in that state, you tend to um, get depressed, and uh, um, you know confused about what to do next. And that went on for almost a month for me where I just uh, couldn't do anything. I still worked um, at an office with an H, you know, HR position, but I, uh, I wasn't there half the time. My mind wasn't there half the time, but I had to do it for financial reasons. And then then came a day when I was told that um, either uh, I work at this company full time or um, they would have to find someone else. And at that time, I was a contract employee. 
and but they offered me a full-time position and it was that moment that I knew that a decision had to be made it was that crit- critical moment because previous to this for over 10 years um, I was going back and forth back and forth um, with my previous jobs whether or not to uh, you know retire as an HR professional or do contract work. And so that was a decision a few years ago that I did. Uh, instead of working full-time for a company, I would contract. I would do contract work instead so that I have that freedom to uh, finish a project and, and uh, pursue uh, the job or career that I've always wanted to do. But that never happened, which is really surprising to me. Um, and so I pursued other, uh, projects that I was passionate about and I got paid for that, which is, which is good, but it was, it's, it's the one that I've always wanted to do that I can't seem to, uh, go forward and pursue for some reason, there's something in me that is blocking it and stopping it. And then I realized that uh, the three weeks that after the project ended um, for three weeks, I uh, pretty much didn't do anything at all. I was um, confused. I felt like I couldn't move. I felt like that I had to stand still for some reason. But looking back now, I realized that when that three weeks was a jump start for me because I began to uh, learn new healing modalities, uh, took some classes on uh, spiritual um, practices that I've always wanted to do. Uh, And so it wasn't that I didn't do anything. And when I say stagnant, it just meant that um, I just didn't know how to pursue that passion that I wanted to do. I just didn't know how to do it. And instead, what I did was I enrolled in classes, spiritual classes, and made myself busy and learning other healing modalities. And so looking back now, I realize that sometimes when you have a plan to do certain things and God has another plan for you to do this, but you don't know what that is because it's unknown, Sometimes the ego will say to you, well, stay on course and do this path instead because this is what you know. This is what you know. This is what's tangible. This is, you can see this and therefore continue going here. And then your intuition gives you a nudge and says to you, I think there's some, another way. There's a better way out there. You don't know what it is. But you feel in your gut 
that something else is better than what you're currently doing. And that's called fate. And if you accept it, accept the unknown, accept what God has in store for you without knowing what it is, then things will start to open up. And, and of course, it's not that easy. And so what happened to me was, I was offered uh, another contract project. And, uh, you know, the, the payment for that, the salary for that was just too tempting to, uh, to say no to. And that's another thing, you will get tempted. You will get tempted uh, be and tested to know, wh- you know what direction you you should go you should go to. Uh, it was very tempting. And then when when I after meditation, for instance, I meditate every day. But when after meditation, I would get these nudges from my higher self, from God, from spirit, uh, from my inner being, uh, giving me this feeling that. There's something else out there for you. So it's either, it's a tug of war between something tangible, something you can see versus something you can't see. Something you know is reality for me in this case as a job or something that is unknown. Which way would you go? And it was that moment that I realized that I needed to go for it. That for the first time in my life, I needed to really just go for it. And so I decided to decline the contract project. And once I did that, there was a feeling of euphoria. And that's what happens when you make a decision, a crucial decision. You know, you felt, you feel excited. You feel scared, excited at the same time. You, all of these emotions come into play automatically. And it's not just for one day. In my case, it lasted a few weeks where I, I didn't know what to do. Um, I had a feeling that something good is out there for me. But I didn't know what to do. I I didn't uh, feel any guidance. I didn't hear any guidance like I usually or sometimes do, especially after I meditate. And that's when a message came through. I was watching a show one time. And a woman came on. uh, It was um, a video about uh, standing still and surrendering and not doing anything. And that's when it clicked for me. When I heard that, that sometimes when you feel that there's something else out there that for you that you need to do it, but you just don't know what it is, sometimes the best course of action is to stand still, is to not do anything. It's sort of like waiting for instructions, you know, to... uh, to go ahead, to move forward. And you're given instructions to do that. And once again, your fate 
will be, your faith will be tested, right? Because when you say to yourself, okay, I will agree to surrender. I will agree to stand still. I will agree to not do anything and just wait. But at the same time, you're anxious. You're anxious. Okay, well, I need to make money. I need to do that. I mean, how am I going to pay my bills? And, you know, all of these things go into your head, into your mind. And the reason I'm talking about this now is because profound things or experiences have happened to me once I decided and said, I will stand still. I will, I will surrender to this unknown. And let's see what happens. And I did. And all the while, it wasn't like I wasn't doing anything. I continued taking classes. I continued learning new things along the way. All the while, feeling anxious that money is not coming in. Where is, the, where is my resources? How am I going to pay for my bills and, and housing and, and all that stuff just kept on creeping in? And yet I continue to surrender. I continue to stand still and not do anything until I get that nudge again to move forward, to do whatever is the next step is. And so a month of this, um, an unexpected expense occurred for me where it almost wiped out my savings. And so once again, the panic set in. As a single mom, you know, it's not a, this is something that you constantly have to think about, you know. Uh, resources and money has to, has to uh, flow and come in constantly, you know, because I'm not only... Um, you know, this is not only for me, but it's also for my, for my daughter who still lives with me. So an unexpected expense comes in that almost wiped out my savings. And so I was uh, at a point where I was so tempted to go back and work um, in my old profession again, you know, just so I can... Uh, get that money flowing again. But an interesting thing happened. Uh, the company that I worked for already hired somebody else to replace me, and so I, there's no way I would go back there now. An interesting thing happened is that all the jobs that I was applying for uh, uh, was not um, available to me or I would go to an interview and one way or another it wouldn't work out and so I uh, contacted a temp agency again because many years ago I worked at a temp agency and that seemed to work for me I got a job right away and uh, going to a temp agency 
um, in my mind, I was thinking, well, okay, a job will happen. Uh, I will get work right away. But that wasn't the case. It was as if one door kept on slamming shut one by one for me. And I didn't understand that. And so panic sits in when you feel like you're stuck in a corner somewhere and it's very dark and you can't see anything. And then someone reminded me that the reason why I decided to, um, you know, not accept that contract project and not pursue um, uh, my former profession again and not do that again and instead just go with the flow and wait for instructions to see from God to see what this other opportunity is, uh, she reminded me to keep going, to not give up. And uh, inspiring me by saying things like, you know, you give up now, you're so close. By tomorrow, you know, you keep on going, you'll see that finish line. But if you stop now, you won't see that finish line and you won't get there. And so I did. I, I um, you know, I was inspired by that conversation. And so I started thinking, okay, you know, let's do this. Let's do this all the way now. You know, I'm going to not allow my ego to talk me out of this or uh, be fearful and angry about it. And instead, I would uh, meditate more. I would listen to... Uh, uplifting music, I would watch comedy shows, you know, just so I can get my vibration high enough so that I won't allow myself to feel depressed. And so after uh, waiting for that, which, by the way, felt like an eternity, an interesting thing happened where knowing that my funds were low, knowing that I wasn't, uh, I didn't know how to pay for my, um, my rent or bills or anything like that, something interesting happened where I was shown that there's another way to get funds, to get resources. And one of them is to um, take out personal loans from banks and, uh, or, uh, uh, you know, borrow money for my business. And those are the things that I never, I never even thought about because I've never done that before. Um, it was always my resources. It was always coming from employment or from contract work or from anything like that. So I didn't know how to do to do that. And so I went online and researched it and, and, um, applied for, um, uh, not a huge amount, but just enough to pay for, um, the rent and the bills. And once again, I, when I was even deciding what amount I should borrow, 
um, I wasn't thinking long term. And that was another thing that uh, a nudge that I felt that I was being uh, guided to is that um, I don't need to uh, borrow a large amount of money. It's just um, just an amount to to um, pay for my immediate needs. And even then I was questioning that because, I mean, if I'm going to borrow money, I might as well just, you know, go big. But then something inside of me were saying, no, no, just enough to pay for your bills this month or next month, and that's it. And even then, I, I would question it because I'm thinking to myself, well, what, what's, what about after two months from now? What, what would happen then? Again, it was the unknown, the unknown. And my faith was being tested once again. When you are in a dilemma like I was, and you want to go left so bad, you get tempted to, in my case, borrow more than, uh, than what I was thinking, and or stick to your uh, plan of just borrowing enough and, and not knowing that, you know, how to, how to uh, pay for uh, everything else after this amount has been exhausted. When you're faced in that dilemma and you take a leap of faith and decide to listen to your intuition, and in my case, I listened to it and I only borrowed enough to cover the expenses at that time. When you do that, not knowing where that money will come from uh, after uh, you've used it all to pay for your bills after that, when you do that, you're essentially saying to God that I surrender to you. You're essentially saying to him, or whoever it is that you, uh, your higher power is, you're essentially saying that I have faith. I have faith that because in my gut, in my gut, it tells me to, to, do, the, to do it this way, to not borrow more than I should or, or could or would or want to. If you do it that way, you're saying to him, you're saying to your higher power that, okay, you know, this is, uh, I hand it to you now. Not knowing where the additional funds will come from. But when you do that, you're, you're essentially saying you're strengthening your faith in God. And the reason I'm saying this to you now is because what happened shortly after that is um, the, the, the second month came in. It was almost really close. And I, I panicked. I didn't know where the additional funds will come from to pay for the rent for the, fo- for the month following. And even then, even then, I, my, my situation was I felt, okay, continue to be still. Continue to be still. And that is what I felt strongly. 
And so I did. I did. The 29th of that month, I was short. Uh, my, my funds were not enough to pay for all of my bills. And my bills, uh, I have to pay my bills the first of the month. And it was the 29th of that month. And I was severely short of funds. And uh, you can imagine that day I was very depressed. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't know I, what I was doing. I was crying. I was, you know, um, calling a trusted friend, uh, trying to figure all this out. I mean, what is happening here? Why is it that, uh, you know, for, for 29 days I didn't do anything to resolve all this? Instead, I was... Um, uh, being nudged to stand still, or I was uh, inspired to stand still, or whatever it is that you want to call it, because I couldn't move. I couldn't uh, look for another job. I didn't want to, you know, I wasn't inspired to do any of that. I wasn't inspired to look for other resources. And so the 29th of that month, I panicked. A friend of mine called me and said, uh, have faith. You're almost there. And I remember that when she said that, my energy switched from the lowest of the low, negative, you know, uh, angry, fearful, to hope, to uh, joy. Just like that my energy, my feelings, my behavior, my attitude changed just like that. It's night and day. I started to smile. Now, it was, it's still at this point where I still didn't know what to do. I still didn't know how to pay for my bills two days later. But... After that conversation I had with my friend, I became calm as if something inside of me just came out and engulfed me with peace and calm. I, that, that's how I can just describe it. It was as if I'm taken care of. Everything's going to be all right. So for the first time in 29 days, I slept really well that night couldn't imagine it. I, I, I couldn't believe that as well, but I did. I, I slept really well that night. The following morning, the following morning, I was in my computer. As usual, I would go down and um, uh, turn on my computer and, and I start working. But this time I turn on my computer and an email came through uh, notifying me that um, $6,000 was deposited into my bank account. And I wondered, I said, well, how could that be? And then I realized that two days prior to that, I applied for a loan, a personal loan. Um, and at that time, I didn't 
even know because you know I've never done it before. And so, uh, <laughs> well, they asked for my information, and I thought that was just a process of pre-qualifying you, you know, just to see if uh, they will give you the money. But when they pre-qualify you, apparently they would ask for your bank account information, your routing number, your account number. And that's what I did, but I misread it because I thought that they needed that in order to decide whether to give me money or not, not to give me the money right away, but just to decide to give me the money or not. And that could still be the case. And so in my mind, when I did that, when I applied for that loan, uh, in my mind, I was thinking it was just to pre-qualify me, not to give me the actual money. And so that morning when I saw that email that uh, that money was deposited into my bank account, you know, I I imagine it was shock and awe for me because, (laughs) for one, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't expect it. And again, when I applied for that uh, loan, I just thought it was to pre-qualify and nothing there said that I was approved. But two days later, I was, I got that money in. So I was not only being uh, able to pay for my bills, uh, the day after that, um, but I had enough to uh, to pay for um, everything else that I needed, um, or at least two, three weeks, because three weeks after that happened, I started working um, as a consultant, uh, partly to uh, to a job that that I wanted to do. And that was another miracle, too, because the temp agency called me three weeks after that happened and said, we have a temporary job for you uh, if you want it. And it was a position that I've never done before. But but it was one of those things where, oh, you know, I wanted to try that. I've always wanted to try doing this. And it was to proctor... um, Uh, law school uh, candidates uh, for the bar exam. When I was in high school, uh, I met somebody who was uh, a proctor for one of those tests, uh, state exam tests. And I I remember saying to her, you know, that sounds really interesting. I want to do that one day. And so when when the temp temp agency called me and said, you know, we we have this one week, uh, you know, a job for you. I mean, I don't know, this is not uh, human resources, but it's something that you may want. I jumped at that opportunity right away because I recall that conversation I had in high school where um, I wanted to do something like that. And I did. And so um, instead of five days, I was there for three days. But it was the most, um, it was long. It was a long day. Uh, I remember the first day, I think, was uh, nine hours. And then the second and third day was 12 hours. But the surprising thing was, not only did I enjoy doing it, but I met new friends. Um, And those 12 hours didn't feel like 12 hours at all. It felt (laughs) like your normal work hours. I wasn't tired. Um, I was happy. I, uh, and, uh, and so I realized after that, uh, 
job ended that um, this is what happens when you have faith. That when you have that nudge internally that tells you stand still because something else is out there better for you. But not knowing what that other thing is. But you have faith in God. And when you do that, you are walking in the right path because that is the path that your higher self, your soul, really intend to go to. And so you're not only honoring your higher self, but you're honoring God and your higher source, whoever it is that you pray to. And so that's exactly what happened to me. Circumstances will align themselves to benefit you, to make sure that you get this unknown thing into your life, the experience uh, into your life, if you believe, if you have faith. And the fact of the matter is that uh, it was very crucial for me financially because, you know, talk about 11th hour, I didn't have the funds on the 29th. Even though I applied for that loan uh, a day before or two days prior to that, not knowing that I was going to get accepted, not knowing that I I was going to get the funds, not knowing any of that, but I did it anyway. And on the 29th, um, even prior to knowing that I had the funds, I felt good that night. Because something, because I accepted this unknown thing fully. I had faith that God has something better for me. And so when you feel that, when you feel that, honor it. Honor it. And take a leap of faith. And don't allow the ego to talk you into uh, standing down. Don't allow uh, the ego to, um, you know, make you stop doing what you want to do, what you're nudged to do, what you're supposed to do, or what not supposed to do, but what it is that you feel that uh, you're going towards. Don't allow the ego to stop you doing that. Instead, stand still and know that you're taken care of. One of my favorite Bible verses is, um, talks about allowing God to be your refuge and uh, your protector when you feel down, when you feel like giving up in life. I turn to this Bible verse to remind me that um, not all is lost. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, 
though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Psalm 46. Thanks for joining us this week on I Am Ethos. Be sure to tune in next week for our next exciting episode.